1: Com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new?
2: Today on NFL Fantasy Live, can Cam Newton and the Panthers stop their three-game slide? Can Mark Sanchez step in and step up for the Eagles? We're going to break down Monday night football. Plus, Ben Roethlisberger's streak of six touchdown games came to a crashing alt. We'll break down what happened and what it means for your fantasy team moving forward. And our experts peered into their respective crystal balls and made some very accurate predictions for Week 10. We're gonna show you how they got them right. NFL Fantasy Live starts now. NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bones, the most watched fantasy football show on television. I'm James Go. He's the Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. We're going to hear from Molly Caram, Adam Rinkin, Akbar Bajamila in just a moment as well. But remember, if you want to get your questions answered and see your tweets on the air, be sure to follow us on Twitter, at NFL Fantasy. But... Let's start by talking about Marshawn. Do you guys remember that Sega beast game? Mode. Beast mode. But do you remember that Sega game, Altered Beast? You got power-ups and then transformed into a man-beast. Well, that's what happened to Lynch on Sunday versus the Giants because as good as Marshawn Lynch has been, fams, he's never had a game like this. 40 points See, on if Sunday. See, you said
3: Super Mario Brothers, right? you know, where, like, they're small sure. and then they get something the and become ups? big, yeah. <laughs> I would have gotten that one. But Lynch has been one of the two best running backs in fantasy football. Number two in points right now behind DeMarco Murray. And I know a lot of people were worried about him in the preseason and the workload. Not this guy. He is on my NFL Fantasy Live team. And I definitely appreciated those 40-plus points. He is the man in Seattle and in fantasy football. Listen, it's the first 40-point
2: performance for a non-quarterback since Jamal Charles did the same thing. Uh, in week 15 of last season against the Oakland Raiders. I think, actually, he had more than 40. He had 51, I believe. Monster performance. All right, but we've got your more top performers and all of your injury news from Sunday coming up. But for now, let's take a look at Monday night football in the city of brotherly love.
1: James, thank you kindly, my friend. Eagles and Panthers squaring off to wrap up week 10 of this NFL season. An intriguing matchup on tap for you guys tonight. Let's start with the Eagles and their interim quarterback, Mark Sanchez, who you've been praising all week. Adam, tell us why you like him.
4: Seven days of praise for Mark Sanchez, and it comes to a culmination tonight. I will finally stop talking about this, the anticipation. But I really like this opportunity for Mark Sanchez. I've been a big fan of his. I have covered him all the way back to Santa Margarita High School in Orange County, on to Mission Viejo High School, to USA, and now all the way here to Philadelphia. And I think he's going to be able to take advantage of this Chip Kelly offense. Of course, remember, he was handpicked by Chip to come in and be the backup quarterback. He's going to bring an extra wrinkle to this offense. So I'm really excited about what he's going to be able to do. And plus, this is going to be a great matchup for him. The Panthers have been very generous to quarterbacks this season. So I can't wait for this one to get started. Well, yeah. you, you, well, look, Molly, I was going to mm-hmm. say that
5: Adam Rank may have followed him through his school years. Yeah. But let me tell you something. I don't know anything about Jeremy Macklin and his high school and his college. But I'm going to tell you who he is going to take You didn't watch him
1: play in Pop Warner? No, I didn't watch okay. him play in Pop okay. Warner.
5: But okay. he will take the secondary group for the Carolina Panthers to school. I think this is going to be a great matchup. I think also Mark Sanchez is going to get hot. Remember in the first game when Mark Sanchez was debuted, mm-hmm. right? We saw Mark Sanchez. Who did he look for in those first four throws? Jeremy Macklin. Jeremy Macklin. That was his guy. So he's going to continue to plug him in and let Jeremy Macklin do the rest.
1: Let's move on to the running game here. And, Adam, if I told you in August that Sean McCoy would have one TD heading into week 10, you'd say this is ludicrous. That's why I drafted him in two uh, weeks. But he does.
4: I would have thought it was crazy. He was my number two running back coming off the board. expected a huge year out of McCoy because they're just really getting settled in to this chip Kelly offense mm-hmm. but you know the good news Molly is with Mark Sanchez there they can start doing a little bit more of the read option because Sanchez is more of a threat to run the ball than Nick Foles was so hopefully that'll open things up for McCoy Darren Sproles of course is going to feature in the mix which again helps McCoy out because mm-hmm. you have somebody else that you have to pay attention to on offense.
1: The other thing that helps him out is that O-line's getting healthier. Wow. And that's what things easier. All right, let's take a look at these projections here.
4: Wow, that's that, you know, I'm
5: high on Mark Sanchez, but I'm not I that am. high on him. But he's that's high. Pretty
1: good. That's twenty six points?
4: I keep forgetting because I play in league where you get six points for a passing touchdown, but I still like that number. Yeah, sure, I but feel that's you know, too the outlandish. The idea is that we're on the same page here. Mark Sanchez is going to do better than expected,
5: especially with his performance. I think he's he's got great arm talent. That's the one thing that we don't yeah. mention about mm-hmm. Mark
4: Sanchez is his arm talent. Great intangibles. He didn't get a lot of coaching and instruction with the Jets. So I feel it's going to be a great opportunity. Yeah, and
1: great option if your quarterback's on a bye. All right, let's switch over to the road squad, and that would be Cam Newton, who he's been much much more of a bench option rather than a starter here, Akbar. But the Eagles are giving up the fourth most points to quarterbacks. Can he rally this week?
5: He will rally this week. This is going to be Cam Newton's game. You talk about the matchup base going up against this defense. For the Philadelphia Eagles really struggle in that secondary group. But his ability to run, too, also gives him that other element. And when you look at the struggles for Cam Newton, it's the absence of the run game. Right now, they're not doing very well in the run game, and they haven't been doing well all season long. They're the 27th ranked rush defense, excuse me, offense in the league. That really puts a lot of cramping on Cam Newton's ability to really stretch the field Mm -hmm. and do the things that he needs to do. But I think this game, because they struggle both defensively in the run and in the pass, Cam Newton's going to throw and run on him. He's going to have a big game.
1: Calvin Benjamin sure hopes so, and <laughs> he has not scored a touchdown in two straight games now. That's his biggest drought here, but he still sees the most targets. He's his go-to guy.
4: Yeah, I don't blame him for the lack of touchdowns. I put that on Newton. He needs to get him the ball, and if you watched the game last week, he's overthrowing him. By a large margin, there's not many human beings on this watch earth Watch this play. Watch the ball. Boom. To... just watch
5: my See, he gets I love open. That. There's He's nothing. Physical.
4: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with his game. It's coming down to whether Newton can get on the ball. I'm confident about it. It's a good matchup. Hopefully. Newton just has his stuff together and can just put it right in between that one and that three Yeah, and,
5: and some of those overthrows We've seen him overthrow some of the guys and that can't be that can't be the thing But the one guy Molly he cannot overthrow is this guy right here is Greg Olson Greg Olson zero touchdowns in three games. I mean mm-hmm. we got to get him fed more This is a game where he's going to get fed now the Eagles, you know, the linebacker wise, they've got the athletic talent yeah. to match up with Greg Olsen. But he's going to use that big body, that big frame to be able to post up and get some of those balls. And he, I'm calling the touchdown tonight for Greg Olsen. Mm.
1: Even though the Eagles have given up the fewest fantasy points to tight ends, you are See? still believing. A lot yep. of it has to do with Cam. Let's take a look at the projections on the Panther side of the ball here, guys. And pretty even there on Cam and D'Angelo Williams. We need that guy to get involved. Kelvin Benjamin, you're a little higher there. Akbar. Greg Olson, you guys are pretty simpático. Yeah,
4: absolutely. I, I, I agree. I believe he's going to get a touchdown. 39 receiving yards, a touchdown. I feel that's a fair – wait, would it be 29? Am I doing the math? I, I'm wait, going 34 on. for him.
5: No, uh, well, hold on, no,
4: 29. 29, okay. 20, wait, and I even 30, got 34. Yeah.
5: Guys, okay, guys, yeah, guys. We don't have all <laughs> I'm
1: just trying to But I am a... very excited for this game in fantasy uh, and reality. I think it'll be a good one. Thank you, gentlemen. That's our Monday night preview for Week 10. Be sure to check out NFL Fantasy Live again tonight after Monday Night Football, where we'll break down all the highlights. Are they fake talking from the Eagles and Panthers? Plus, any breaking fantasy news. Now let's send it back to James and Favs to update you on Sunday's injuries. Guys, please take it away.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, uh, are my wearing wrong?
2: Time to check in on the major injury news from Sunday's games. And if you take a look there, Carson Palmer suffered a major knee injury. Brandon Marshall, Alan Hearns, and Delaney Walker. Hearns and Walker with a concussion issue. Uh, We will be monitoring their status going into next week very, very closely. But the Arizona Cardinals have lost quarterback Carson Palmer for the entire season with a torn left ACL. A, su- a, a injury he suffered on this play here. It's the same ACL, the exact same ACL he tore in 2005. Drew Stanton took over uh, at quarterback for the Cards for the foreseeable future. We've seen some of
3: Stanton so far this season, but Fabs, uh, w- what do you make of all this from a fantasy perspective? Well, this is clearly going to be a downgraded quarterback position, both for the Cardinals and for fantasy football owners. And when you talk about Drew Stanton this week playing against the Detroit Lions, not a good matchup. there is not one member of the Cardinals I have a lot of confidence in mm. in that game, maybe outside of Andre Ellington. This hurts their passing game. Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Floyd, who, oh, by the way, has been struggling mightily lately. So Stanton's not a guy that I am running to the waiver wire to pick up. Uh, John Brown, is that an interesting name to you at all? Too inconsistent for me. He all can right. be great, and he could do nothing. And most of the time, his numbers have not been that great. There you go. All right, Bears
2: wide receiver Brandon Marshall left last night's blowout loss to the Packers with an ankle injury. But before Marshall owners hit the panic button, Marshall told reporters after the game he doesn't think this injury will keep him out for week 11. I got to say I'm a little bit surprised because you know quite frankly the injury looked pretty nasty. The problem is fabs Marshall hasn't been the top 5 wide receiver we
3: hoped he would be all year. Right. And Marshall to me though is still a guy you're starting week in and week out. He did have a nice game last Had night though. Nice it was a lot of garbage time because yeah. they were absolutely getting their their doors blown yeah. off, right? But if Marshall plays for the Bears, he plays for you. And just keep tabs on his status throughout the week because, you know, players, they're always more optimistic uh, than someone else, a doctor who comes in and says that the injury may be something different.
2: And I also wonder, too, because the Bears, I don't know if they're going anywhere in that division. I wonder if he will uh, be taking a little bit of time off. All right, be sure to tune in all week here on NFL Fantasy Live as we keep you up to date on the latest fantasy news and updates. But coming up. Tony Romo, battling a back injury, burnt the Jags in London. We'll break down his big day and more of Week 10's best just ahead. Plus, speaking of London, Big Ben was a big bust this week. But will he bounce back next week? We'll discuss fantasy disappointments as well as NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose, Bounds ahead.
5: I was playing fantasy. Right, right, right. And you're on my roster. Right. Should I put you in a lineup this week? What's put me up? in the lineup, man. I'm healthy. I'm not even ready to play. Ball one on one
4: It's caught. Megatron is back.
5: Deep,
4: open, caught.
5: Touchdown. Aaron Rodgers has thrown six touchdowns.
4: Four set. Cross the 10. Four
5: set. Takes it in. Second touchdown today. It's going deep, and it looks like he's got for him, and he does going in for the touchdown. A 67 yard pass by
1: Michael Vick. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live and Week 10's top performers a little bit top heavy. Thanks to Marshawn Lynch but plenty more production there to go around and we're going to get into it guys and uh let's begin with the quarterbacks yep. no surprise a lot of the big name guys were on top this mm-hmm. week and that's kind of a change because the past couple weeks we had some new names there in the mix obviously buys and injuries and that kind of thing but let's get into it and look at Sundays Top 10 quarterbacks here. Aaron Rodgers leading the pack. Peyton Manning, Tony Romo, Josh McCown up there at number four. Russell Wilson rounding out the top five. And I want to begin here with Aaron Rodgers. So, Fabs, Aaron Rodgers called a Big Ben at halftime and was like, dude, what's up? Six TDs already. What you got?
3: Exactly. That's what I tweeted out last night. Six TDs in a game, that's nothing. Try six TDs in one half. Exactly. Who surgically dissected the Chicago Bears who look like a JV team from what, what high school did you go to, Rank? I went to Crenshaw. Crenshaw? Yeah. All right, I was thinking, was it Norco? I can never remember. But but how dare you! I don't know. Norco high.
4: I don't you know. That's why me I asked. To Norco. But the fact of the matter here is that <laughs> Rodgers,
3: if he could have played a full game, may have broken the NFL record for touchdown passes yeah, yeah, yeah. in a single contest. Well, he's going to do what begin 26 one, be pass
1: TDs at home without an interception. That is crazy. Peyton Manning, he made the Raiders look like a freshman team for getting JV. Well, I mean, I think,
5: <laughs> I, I think Peyton Manning, <laughs> Manning can do that to just about any team. If you think about his record now, he's had a multi-touchdown game in 15 consecutive games. That's big time, prime time, show time, all time, good time. And that's what Peyton Manning is going to give you all the time. I like the way you threw that one in there. He's going to give you just too many weapons. You watch this and you just knew that this was going to happen. Five touchdowns. Wow. Impressive again by Peyton Manning. I think we run out of adjectives, superlatives to talk about this man, Peyton Manning. But give it a try.
1: And Tony Romo Bum- called us, call Rank, and he was like, back fractures? Please. Well, Another day in the office. Just happens to be across the pond.
4: Yeah, I have to give credit for Dr. Jones. Tony Romo was indeed ready to go, and I'm chagrined. I didn't think that he had about it. Dr. Torto? You're what? All of them, you yeah. know, <laughs> chagrined. Oh. <laughs> Embarrassed. I'll a look that bit, uh, All that stuff. And you know what? He looked great. There, He had no problems. I was really concerned. Heading into this game, if his back was going to be up to strength, because if we saw, we saw during the preseason and the early part of the season, he just didn't look strong on his throws. But really, we saw no ill effects from that back injury. So Romo's this guy, he, as long as he's playing, he's locked and loaded and ready to go. Great weapons around him. I apologize if you took my advice to sit him.
1: Listen, Romo, no problema. He's looking good. <laughs> For more quarterback analysis, be sure to check us out again Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. These guys, as we break down every single quarterback in fantasy, it's a special uh, quarterback edition of NFL Fantasy Live. That's Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern on NFL Now, 5 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network. Watch us on your TV, on your phones, whatever you like. But now let's get into the running backs. Marshawn Lynch, 40 points on my Giants. Justin Forsett getting it done against C.J. Anderson making his way into the conversation. Jamal Charles having a nice game there, and Eddie Lacy as well. But I want to begin... Oh, go ahead.
4: There's three running backs from Cal at the top of that list. Wow. Who who are they? Marshawn Lynch is leading the the Mm. way. Sorry, Molly. No, no worries.
1: Let's talk about one of these Cal running backs. Marshawn Lynch went all beast mode on that Giants defense, and then some. Are you piling
4: on right now? Yes. Marshawn Lynch was a guy who headed into the season, the 400 touches from last year's Super Bowl run, had me a little bit concerned. And even though he's on the injury report each and every week, he just comes out and puts it in my face. The guy looks <laughs> completely unstoppable. He was great. I, although Christian Michael did get the team down to the one-yard line at one point, it got pulled off. That helped me lot. No I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and, and uh, be upset about that. But hey, look, he's good and everything. I don't know. He's. What can you say about 40 points?
1: Yeah, he's he's pretty darn good. You know who else has been really good? Denard who Robinson, shoelace putting up nice numbers again.
5: You know what? I have to apologize to. Denard Robinson. In fact, I owe him an Mm -hmm. apology note because, you know, I really really kind of poo-pooed on his his whole success that he's had in the last three weeks here. And I thought maybe because this is a new position. But one thing that I forgot about was when he first got into the league, they tried to create a new position around him called the offensive weapon. O-W, and That's what he is. I didn't think a guy who's never played running back before could come in and be successful. He's shown that. He is big time, prime time. Too bad they're on the bye next week. But when he comes back, look to play him again.
1: Should we have a new segment called I'm Sorry? We can just do confessionals. Hopefully it won't happen often. All right, account. let's get into the wide receivers. Dez Bryant having another huge day. Jordy Nelson, the rookie Martavis Bryant, Emmanuel Sanders on my team. Mike Evans, the rook, Calvin Johnson, he's back. Let's get into these. And we begin with the rookie Mike Evans. He has a big game for the second straight week back really showing us his upside and potential. He
3: has, and there were some concerns there early in the year when he was very unreliable, and then more concerns when Josh McCown came back. But you know what? He had a nice rapport in this contest. Seven catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. He's had two straight big games in a row, as you mentioned, and the targets are moving upward as well. This week, well, you got to start him now. He is no worse than a number three fantasy receiver across the board. He's been better than Vincent Jackson.
1: Yeah, it's good to see, and we move on here. I'm going to try this again, okay? okay. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Calvin Johnson, ready? Yep.
4: yep. He's good. He's back, uh-huh.
1: and don't call it a... Come
4: comeback. back.
1: He's been here for, for years. Thank you. <laughs>
4: That's how it's done, Akbar. Okay, Just, right, like that. Right. Just like Stafford. I, I like the way you you brought, were nervous you by the back. pause, <laughs> but I
1: had, I had to build it up.
4: Just like Stafford and Calvin Johnson there, making beautiful music together on the football field. And it's one of those things, too. You know, it's been a little bit of a slow go for fantasy owners. We've talked about this because he had that great week one yep. and then battled injuries for so long, but they gave him an opportunity to get right. And he was able to use that bye week to get healthy. Now he's ready to go.
1: Megatron's back. Martavis Bryant killing it again. The, who said we can't trust a rookie wide receivers in fantasy? I, I, I
4: don't know who said that. I said no, uh, before guess this year.
5: Well, it doesn't apply to I'm Martavis s- my, Bryant. I'm sorry, Martavis segment. Bryant has been sensational. We saw, look, Antonio Brown struggled in this game, of course, putting the ball on the ground several times, which really cost this team and their ability to produce. But when you talk about that down threat, that downfield threat, Martavis Bryant stepped up well. I mean, he was working Adams a new one. I mean, it was unbelievable the way he was able to work his routes. It was so smooth. Ben Roethlisberger, big arm. He's going to continue to find success with Big Ben as his quarterback. And Akbar,
1: you had the foresight to see this because you traded for him. Tell us about your big trade you had with money, and you were uh, on the winning end of it.
5: Well, you know, I I knew that Calvin Johnson was coming back, and I knew that this was going to be the highest time for me to try to trade him, and I wanted to get somebody who's going to allow me to get a running back what I needed Need, but I also needed somebody who had potential potential at that wide receiver position and that was martavis Bryant. golden tate is my good old faithful i know i can always count on him martavis Bryant is the guy that i knew had a lot of upside and i threw him right in and collectively i was able to score more points than money did of course but aj green cost me in this week's game because he only got two points thank you andy dalton i owe you a thank you note
1: hey nice work on that trade I doubted you. That was good. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Justin good Forsett. Yeah. You mm-hmm. and
5: I could have done the deal earlier, but you didn't want to. I was gonna make my first deal with you. You're she a little bit like, like a train. politician. <laughs> I don't trust any of you.
1: Still to come. It takes a while to earn my trust. You are me a politician. You gave us your best tweets, and we're giving you our weekly countdown of the least helpful scores of the week in return. And that helps no one. Plus, how did Michael Fabiano know Justin Forsett would break out in a big way against Tennessee? We're helping you think like a Fantasy Expert when NFL Fantasy Live continues. Come on back, won't you?
2: In honor of Veterans Day, for every point scored during the NFL's 32 Salute to Service games, the league will donate $100 to each of its nonprofit partners: the Pat Tillman Foundation, the USO, and the Wounded Warrior Project. To join the salute and learn more, visit nfl.com/salute. All right, and welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. I'm James Go. He's Adam Rank, the Hall of Famer next to me here. Michael Fabiano and, of course, Akbar Baja
5: Mila. Yeah, I have something for you guys, actually. You know, I'm so very, very thankful and grateful for our military servicemen who, of course, put their lives on the line for us to have our freedom. And, in fact, I'm wearing a band here now by Bands for Arms right here. These are all former and donated military service uh, uniforms that are used to make these bands. And so if you look in your couch, I have a slid something oh, for right all of there. you guys there. And so these all tell a story. Mine, of course, says freedom isn't free. And this is from Sergeant Andrew Creaser in the U.S. Army from Sefner, Florida. And it has all the title. It has everything there, of course, where they're from and where this jersey came from. And so this is uh, special, though. So just Thank to you. Kind this of is great that. stuff, yeah, man. Absolutely. I truly appreciate yeah, it. Bands it. for arms.
2: All right, so there you go. All right, uh, getting back to the show, though. Okay. Let's talk about NFL Now. Each week, uh, we look back at the picks these guys did get right while making their appearances on our new video service, NFL Now. And they explain how they got it right. We're going to start with Akbar oh, and boy. his prediction what did about say? the man of the out.
5: What did I say?
1: Marshawn wow. Lynch. That,
5: did I say something? What? So is Beast Mode primed for
1: prime time this week.
5: Yes, he is primed for prime time, And I'm glad offensive coordinator, uh, Mr. Bevel, gave the love to Marshawn Lynch because you give him that respect because you know how hard he runs for you during the season. And you know that he's going to be able to push out 100, 100 plus yard in any given game. And we haven't necessarily seen the commitment to Marshawn Lynch, but this is a great opportunity to go up against the 21st ranked rushing defense in the New York Giants and let him just have it. Now let me tell you something. You can't keep a brother down. You can't go seven straight games under 100 yards. You know, you knew you had to feed Marshawn Lynch, and he showed you what he can do. A lot of people, of course, at the beginning, of the season concerned about if he was slowing down. He showed no signs of slowing down. Fact, nope. The biggest sign to me that this defense, that, excuse me, that this offense and this running game is for real is when you see the members of their secondary group backing off, not wanting to make the tackle. <laughs> this, this defense for the New York That's Giants right. has been so very bad. Look what they've given up to other teams. As far as their rush defense, I mean, look at the points. And that's why Marshawn Lynch is able to get in there and, of course, get his 40 points against the New York Giants. I think you continue to feed Marshawn Lynch. He's he's their guy. He's their offense.
2: No doubt about it. I mean, you saw uh, Atlanta there, 37 points for the running backs. It was crazy. Wow. All right, uh, Marshawn from Cal, Justin Forsett also from Cal, and uh, our Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano, made an interesting call about Justin Forsett as well.
3: We're talking about Justin Forsett. That's right, Justin Forsett has become a very solid weekly starter for your fantasy football team. And I really like the matchup this week against Tennessee. They've allowed an average of almost 135 rushing yards per game, that's fifth most in the National Football League. The Titans have also allowed the most fantasy points to running backs over the last two weeks, giving up an average of 42 points per game. That is ridiculous. Well, I like when the matchups work, James. (laughs) Right, exactly. And when a team is bad against the run and you predict that the running back they're facing has a big game and it all works out, unlike what happened in New York with Ben Roethlisberger, but that's a different story. Forsett, again, as I mentioned, has been one of the most consistent running backs in fantasy. Double digits. every yep. week. to this game, he hadn't put up huge numbers. Sure. But 112 yards, two touchdowns, and 23 fantasy points later, and you are very happy that you got him off the waiver wire because no one drafted Forsett. And the statistics, as you mentioned, fans, back you up. No question about that. And the Tennessee Titans are one of the more favorable matchups for running backs this week coming up. They play the Steelers on Monday Night Football, which means Le'Veon Bell is going to ball out, as you like to say. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Uh, Marshawn Lynch from Cal. Justin Forsett from Cal. Oh, come on. C.J. Anderson
2: from Cal, Cal, baby, let's do it. Uh, Let's listen to what Adam Rake had to
4: say on NFL Now regarding C.J. Anderson. I've got just the guy who can help you win this week, but to get him, you're going to need to step into the danger zone. And I'm looking at the Denver Broncos, and, yes, That is C.J. Anderson, you might remember him from the final moments of that blowout up there in Foxborough. They were going to C.J. Anderson quite a bit because Ronnie Hillman looked a little uh, sketchy in pass protection, which meant a couple of opportunities for C.J. Anderson, who looked pretty good. That was the big thing, it's pass protection and things that kind of hurt Ronnie Hillman last year, and C.J. Anderson was somebody who we really liked in the preseason. Felt he could come on and actually take over this job. And really, what it comes down to, James, Cal running backs are better than San Diego State no, running backs. Are better, holla
5: better, holla better than, than Wisconsin running backs. You just put out your mouth right now. Ronnie Hillman had a little injury. That's the reason why. He C.J. There. C.J.
4: On, Anderson, i going for. But you know what? I do want to give a I'm shout out you, to like. Amanda Stevens. Okay. The uh, she's serving in our United States Navy right now, like my father before me, and so I want to thank her for that, and I will be wearing this. All right, there you go. Still to come, if you're looking for some
2: consistency on your roster, we have just the men for the job. Three trends you need to know are just ahead. And which of these two veteran wide receivers has earned a one-way ticket off of your fantasy roster? Find out when NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose, returns. Coming up, it's tune up time as we head into the final stretch before the fantasy playoffs. Which players should you add and which need to be dropped? Our experts bring you their suggestions. Plus, see this score right here? Yep. That helped no one. And this one right there? Uh huh. That one helped no one as well. Yeah. Adam Rank and his mustache will have a full recap of the least helpful touchdowns just ahead. Plus, Golden Tit and Antonio Brown have been two of Fannie's most consistent wide receivers. But will the trend continue? We'll take a look behind the numbers as NFL Fantasy Live powers ahead. All right, James Cole here with Akbar, Baja, Biamila, and Michael Fabiano to recap Sunday's top performers. We showed you the week's top ten earlier on. Here are the rest of Sunday's best in terms of fantasy scoring. Now, what we're not showing you is four of the top seven guys were from the University of California, Berkeley. That's and right. where did you go to school? I went to the University Praetor? of California, Berkeley. Couldn't have figured that one yeah, out. exactly. Wow. I'm a, but look at the, the, the list of uh, big-name performers here. Jimmy Graham, uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Man, well, He has been an absolute find. The, the, the dude is a the baller. <laughs> Emmanuel yes. Sanders
5: is a baller, straight and up. And
3: Fab, talk to us about Emmanuel. Well, earlier in the year, he was putting up the yardage and the receptions and not the touchdowns. Now, he's getting into the end zone yeah. with a lot of regularity, which has been great not only for the Broncos, but for fantasy fans. And at this point, he's not at the same level as, say, Demarius Thomas. But you're keeping this guy in your lineup every week in yes. and week out. Uh, Akbar, how about Jamal Charles? He balled out as well.
5: Yeah, he did. And, you know, Babs just mentioned regularity. Well, you know, if you're talking about regularity, then Jamal Charles has to be metamusal because he's keeping it regular. (laughs) He's been in the – I mean, look, think about it. He's been in the end zone in four straight games now. And Andy Reid continues to give him the ball. Now, maybe he's not the same Jamal Charles that we saw in his electric year last year, but he's still able to bring that fantasy production because his ability to one cut and just go. And he showed that burst of speed, again, in this game  – against the Buffalo Bills, which is a very good defensive line for as well. Huge. So that lets you know yes. he's going to continue this success. Metamucil, good yep. st- that's
2: pretty solid. Hey, listen, Mike Vick was just outside of the top 20, but he had a performance that uh, sparked a lot of interest, fam.
3: Is Metamucil solid? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Vick was a big surprise from a fantasy perspective, putting up his best stat line of the season And before you go out and rush to pick him up, well, keep in mind the Jets are on a bye coming up in week 11. And then they play at Buffalo and against the Dolphins. Those are two Two very very bad matchups. But Vic is definitely back on the radar if you're in a deeper league or if you start two quarterbacks. Or if you've got, like myself, you have Carson Palmer,
2: Michael Vick, definitely – on the radar. All right, yes. That's the good, but here comes the bad. It's yin and yang here on NFL Fantasy Live. And for your Sunday disappointments, we send it over to Molly Carum and Adam Rank.
1: James, thank you. Yes, it is. And it's time to even things out. I prefer to be positive, Polly, right. but I will be Desi Downer for the segment's <laughs> sake. So let's relive the biggest disappointment from Sunday, shall we? And taking a look here. Oh, how about this music?
4: Wow. They're this really is, morose. This is, I'm, this is I'm depressing. I'm bummed out looking at all these guys like Lamar Miller. Right. And uh, he it, didn't do very well. No. You know, and he was one of the – and Ronnie Hillman yeah. and some of those other guys. Antonio Brown. These are guys I play each and every week. Do too. you
1: also notice there's a couple Steelers on there?
4: Too many Steelers And I probably. think
1: they are the result of Ben Roethlisberger struggling. And guess who called that Big Ben would come back down to earth against his Jets team?
4: Oh, and the Jets upset. Thank you. It'd be one Adam are,
1: Rank. we uh, give you props there after he ends. uh, six TDs apiece for two weeks. Yeah, you know what's funny is our own Matt
4: Money-Smith likes to use those Wall Street terms and everything. And I'm going to use the term market correction when it comes to Roethlisberger because he was just going to come back to earth. Mm -hmm. Nobody in NFL history had ever had back-to-back games with six touchdown passes. And even in the new NFL with rules designed to help the offense, we weren't going to see it for a third consecutive week. So it just made sense that he was going to come back and have a somewhat pedestrian game, although he did have 300 receiving yeah. yards for the third time in a row. But, but came back right.
1: down to reality, and obviously Antonio Brown, his numbers went down as Big Ben's did as well, but he fumbled a bit too, and that was an issue.
4: Yeah, you know what? There was a lot of things going on with Antonio Brown. In the, an underthrown ball right there, the fumble just getting knocked out at the one. He's very close to having a decent day if he gets into the end zone right there. So it wasn't as bad as it seems. And I know a lot of fantasy enthusiasts who are expecting a huge day from him were morose, but you know what? It's okay. He'll be back.
1: Explain this one for me. Sammy Watkins played. He said he was fine. Then he struggled. What's the deal there?
4: Yeah, that's the thing is watch the injury reports. If a guy does not practice on Fridays, mm-hmm. it's a huge indicator that he's probably not going to be a big part of the game. And if, although Watkins came out, we said on Sunday show that we expected him to be kind of a decoy, similar to what we've seen out of A.J. Green and Calvin Johnson this year. So when you have a guy like Watkins on the field, it opens up things for guys like Chris Hogan yeah. who can go out and, and-
1: guess what? That oh. helped no one. whoa. whoa,
4: whoa. spoiler, spoiler, don't yeah. give it away.
1: All right, let's talk about Ronnie Hillman. Earlier in the show, you said that CJ Anderson was going to have a big day. He did. I'm so confused here. There's Ronnie Hillman, there's Monty Ball, there's injuries. What's going on?
4: Yeah, if you saw the board earlier, what we want to do is go with the Cal running backs, I think. But <laughs> it's going to be a tough one because this going a West forward, Coast
1: bias out here.
4: A little bit, but you know what? CJ Anderson was somebody we talked about in the preseason who has all the skills and all the goods to be that proto Type Peyton Manning offense running back and I feel right now what we're just seeing is the hard work and the dedication and everything coming up and so you know what CJ Anderson is a guy I like for the next couple of weeks I feel he will eventually win that job and we won't be having this discussion
1: first money ball had the job then Ronnie Hillman now CJ Anderson just like and last let's year go, what's going on here but coming up Adam here is going to give us his weekly list of plays that Help no No one. one. But have you ever wondered how that segment came to be? Here to introduce the first of our multi-part series behind the fantasy is the father of football baby, (laughs) Dave Damoshek.
4: Never can get that funny bone. The affable Adam Rankham, he's a fantasy funny guy. But things weren't always this funny. This is his story behind the fantasy. You know, Adam
2: Rank is definitely the comedian in the group, but lately, he's become less funny. Hey guys, hey, sorry about that, I stumbled through that read, that, that's my bad, I can do better than that.
4: We can't go a day without hearing... Strike up the bed! Because... That helps no one! Classic Marcus, right? What's up with that? Why are you walking away? Now that helps no one! Am I right? Up top. Go home. I wouldn't say I didn't mean it when I told Rank to go home. I didn't think he'd actually get up and leave. Take my talents to the fantasy streets, show them. You experience things in life, things that will break you. I'm a loser. I helped no one. I hear voices laughing at me because I helped no one. I helped. No one, I have Frank,
0: no one. where you been what? bro?
4: Where have I been? That helps no one. Stuck in traffic, that helps no one. Cab, cab full. How are you? That helps no one. That helps no one. That helps. No one. Dude, I have been to the ends of the earth. I have seen things that can't be unseen. I have found clarity. You've been gone for like two hours. We've been looking for you. We- okay. Uh, we're doing this new thing. Uh, Geno Smith, Scott Chandler, John Kuhn, they all scored touchdowns that help no one. And we want you to- Wait, what did you say? They score touchdowns that help no one. That's so- it. That helps no one. That's the segment. That's what it's gotta be! What are we doing here? A new e-block. E to the studio! We gotta... You need the rundown rank. I need nothing! You experience things in life. Things that will break you. Things that will make you question everything you've worked hard for. But I now know why I'm on this earth. I finally have my purpose. It's a tearjerker from some curtain jerkers in a segment we like to call... Out, to the, video.
1: the time to groom your lineup presented by head and shoulders. You guys know the deal by now. Each week we comb through NFL.com's fantasy genius tool to find questions asked by real fans looking to groom their lineup. So if you have a question for us, just go to nfl.com genius, and we're here to help, right? That's right. All right, we our first anyway. question, Fabs, who should I add, Rams running back Trey Mason or Broncos back C.J. Anderson? These two teams actually play each other in St. Louis this week.
3: I'm going with Mason, uh, and that's because I know that he's going to see the touches. If you look at his carries over the last three or four weeks, he has dominating the backfield touches, and with C.J. Anderson, if Ronnie Hillman comes back in healthy, does he play? Monte Ball's coming back. So that backfield in Denver is getting a little bit too crowded for my mm. taste. I don't like the matchup for Mason this week. He's had bad matchups the last three weeks. But it's volume here. That's why I like him better than CJ.
1: Yeah, that Broncos backfield is a bit confusing right now. And our second question goes to you, my friend Uh, Akbar. Which of these wide receivers should be dropped? I can't believe I'm saying this. Steve Smith Sr., who's on a bye, who we were all hyped about at the beginning of the season, or Michael Crabtree, who's facing the Giants? Yeah, this
5: is a good question, really good question. But I'm probably going to have to go with, of course, Michael Crabtree. Mm -hmm. I would drop Michael Crabtree. You look at his production, and it's been awful. I mean, he's had one touchdown, I mean, in the last six games. I mean, that's not going to do it for you. And you look at he's averaging under 85 yards. Yards per game, when you look at those games, this last game, six, sixty62 yards. That, that that doesn't really give it to me. And he was targeted eight times, so it's not like he's not getting his opportunity. He's not been very productive. Targeted eight times, only three receptions. You bring in sixty-two. I need more than that. I need double digits for Michael Crabtree. And we haven't seen the same type of love fest between him and Colin Kaepernick. It's been on Anquan Boldin's side. So I'm gonna go stick with uh, Steve Smith, I think there's more upside and potential for him to be the man.
1: Yeah, it's been a disappointing fantasy season for Crabtree. No question. James, we go to you now. Which rookie wideout would you pick up instead? Marcus Wheaton of the Steelers, they're playing on Monday Night Football, or Jarvis Landry of the Dolphins who play Thursday Night Football?
2: You know, I got to say, it's a really tough Uh, Decision because Mm -hmm. I like Marcus Wheaton's uh, talent more than Jarvis Landry, but you got to think about the situation here uh, with Jarvis Landry. Uh, You know, Marcus Wheaton is going to be that number three in that Pittsburgh offense. Jarvis Landry's really emerged as a nice complement to Mike Wallace. You look at the targets, 10 targets, seven receptions uh, in week 10, not bad. And again, you think about Ryan Tannehill, he's really improved his quarterback play as well i got to go with the, the number two wide receiver in Miami versus the number three wide receiver yeah. in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Ryan Hartline
3: dis- has disappeared. Yes, absolutely. He's, he's absolutely We're disappeared. What's exactly. What was his name? Ryan Hartline.
1: Oh. Oh. Remember him? Oh. That was Groom Your Lineup presented by Head and & Shoulders. And let me just correct myself here. Excuse me. Martavis Bryan, of course, the rookie for the Steelers. Marcus yes. Wheaton is a sophomore. That's right. Adam yes. yes. State. Yes. All right. Those are some helpful fantasy tips from our friends over here to tune up your roster before the playoffs. But now it's time for my favorite part of the show <laughs> as we hand it off to Adam Rank for yes. a few players that help.
4: Thank you. Ah, I love it so much. That's right. Each week we take a look back at those unheard of players who robbed precious fantasy points from the guys we actually started on Sunday. It's a tearjerker for some curtain jerkers in a segment we like to call... "That Hells No One! video! And we go to Tennessee, and here it is. Ken Wisenhunt pushing our patience right off the bat. He gives it to Sean Green. You know what? Karma has a way of paying you back because Sean Green fumbled. So you got to think to yourself Ken Wizenhut learned his lesson, right? Right. Wrong. Oh, wrong. There it is, Leon Washington. Welcome back. He's still back. in the NFL? Absolutely. That's his first touchdown since 2012. I'm not going to lie. And that is one big. Let that helps no one. one. We're going to Buffalo, brother. You know not mean, Gene? We got Fred Jackson in the backfield, <laughs> Whoa, brother. We got well. Sammy <laughs> Watkins outside, dude. But the only thing that makes sense, brother, is to go to Chris Hogan, brother, the little Hulkamaniac right Whoa. there. And what you see there is Walk the heel bounce. turn of Kyle Orton because what you're looking at is the new World Order of Fantasy football, brother. So what you're going to do, do when well, that helps no way. one. Hulkamaniac. That was great. That was Mike Vick, I'm going to take a moment and let Mike Vick throw this deep bomb. Thankfully, we put in a 67-yard touchdown this? bomb. Right there, Percy Harvin. Hello. It. No wait. Wait,
2: is that Santonio Holmes? No, it's oh, T.J. Graham. Wait,
4: Whoa. he's Whoa. in Chicago. T.J. Oh, yes. Graham. Who there's called Jimmy, that? One. Jimmy Graham That's like <laughs> T.H.N.O. Graham. Am I right? Uh, uh, top bounce. Uh, 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 no. Okay, thanks, James. But uh, okay. guess what? Uh, okay. that that I got the one. Here we go. London, call and Demarco Murray doing work. Here he is beating up my yeah. friends in Jacksonville. Nice. But what is it? What's up with this? Turf there, he's got a bunch of grass in his helmet. He can't get it God The coach, he's out of the game because the coach has got to sit there. But don't worry, Joey well, Randall. It's on the forty. It's he's oh. fine. Okay, all right. okay, you got the down, down, down. Oh, ball. Oh, 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 no. All right. Well, we know who made bed check. It was Joey Randall nice. right there with the thing, you know what, right, the I'll grass. five you for that one, oh, buddy. Thanks, Thanks. <laughs> See, they were hanging out at Nobu's <laughs> over You know in what, London. this is an international incident with that grass. Now, Oops, war is declared, battle bad. is coming down because... Ah! Bobby no, Ch- Chuck <laughs> Sims. No, it's Austin. Safarian Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, that it is. is. He's got a it's captain a in I him. Like captain him. Oh, captain I like the that. I like this. He's rhyming and stealing our fantasy points. Yo-ho-ho. Ho. And a bottle. of yeah. That no Seattle, Odell Beckham Jr. doing work. So what does yeah, Eli guys. Manning do? Of course. ODB, Preston right? Parker, oh, oh. the guy who huh? dropped 38 passes on Monday night. <laughs> so you might want to okay. check my back on that. If I can see the replay, check, please. I want to okay. see how open. Let's see how open Odell Beckham Jr. is. Yep. yep. Nobody around right him. Right uh, wide open. Right wide open. Eli uh, looks good the guy who's thrown the, more l- nice. the most lucky passes in NFL history doesn't even look for O.W. to that, I say, the no one. one. All right. New oh, Orleans, Drew like. Brees, dialing it up. And here it is. Last player, regular, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham with touchdown number three. It's, it's the game winner. Wait a minute. Flag on the play. What in the name of wow, Doug Ziegler can't, is that? You can't that is the like biggest that. self-job I have ever seen. You know what? He needs to be fined suspended that his parents What is that? This is what happens when you put football games in London We see people flopping all over the place That's 11 fantasy You tell them Jimmy That's 11 fantasy points we could have so used And to that I say strike up the band because there's There's no one. All right, let's oh, take the last Wow,
2: that yeah. was an excellent. You know, I, I think, think that win, I feel that was really This, this is your best performance yet. Yes, yes in year. I agree. this no. week 10. <laughs> James that helps no too. CJ Anderson, my boy, out of Cal, 22 points, but started in a 0.9% up league. Hey, Michael Rivera, danger zone. Getting yep. on
4: the board there as well, double-digit finish. I literally tore my T-shirt like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> you just can't see it right now. Now I remember, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep singing. Remember, if you want to see your tweets America, featured on the show, use the hashtag. America. That helps no one. When you see a fantasy score, that Molly.
1: That helps no one. Uh, all right, and now it's time <laughs> for command. this week's
4: award winner. This is going to be for a good the one? that helps no one wall of Fame. Roll. If I may have a drum roll, please. Ba-doom. It's a special one. Here we go, camera two. It is the grass it. of Wembley Field oh, wow. that runs 10 <laughs> fantasy points it is from Martha Murray. Wow. Oh, lovely turf you have there on the pitch. Don't ever do it again.
5: Wow, the pitch. That was it. a great performance by you, Ray. Thank you very much.
4: Uh, really uh, much. We're going to be coming back with a few trends you need to know about for the rest of 2014 and beyond. Oh, NFL Fantasy oh, Life oh, returns, oh, brother! Oh. Yeah!
5: Whoa. I gotten it for you. You
3: look old on TV, man. Yeah, you're getting old.
4: No, I'm not. <laughs> the largest back in the world. All
2: right, welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Let's talk trends like the one in Kansas City where an almost unbelievable streak is going on. A Chiefs wide receiver has not caught a touchdown pass in what? 12 straight regular season games. It's been all running backs and tight ends. That is pretty consistent, albeit in a strange way. But let's take a look at some players who are consistent in a good way. For example, Golden Tate. He's got some very interesting
5: numbers as well. 7 plus receptions in 6 straight wow, games. Wow. at that. That's impressive. This is exactly why I traded to get Golden Tate. I mean, he's been that productive. You know he's going to get something if they're throwing to him that many times. That's right. Even so,
2: Fabs, Tate takes
5: on
3: Arizona in week 11, a very generous defense to wide receivers, How
5: do which you see him means
3: doing? you are starting him this week, no question about that and Keep in mind, too, that last week's game here against uh, the, uh, for the Detroit Lions, Calvin Johnson came back, and the one question mark people had was, well, with Megatron back, does that mean Golden Tate's value or his targets is going to drop? Akbar? nope, Didn't happen. No. Didn't happen at no, all.
5: No, it didn't, so, and that's why he's going to continue to stay productive. Correct. Do you buy that? Absolutely. He's
4: Whether Megatron's there or not, actually it helps him yep. to have Megatron there because people have to respect him. They have to roll the coverage towards Calvin Johnson. He's got to be the number one guy. Defensive coordinators go in and look at. So that means more opportunities for Golden Tate going forward. All
2: right, there you go. You want more? We've got more over on NFL Now. A couple of Steelers, Martavis Bryant and Antonio Brown putting up points at a record clip. Sign up for NFL Now and check out our exclusive NFL Fantasy Live Extra segment. It's free and easy to sign up. Get our exclusive fantasy content and more by going to NFL.com slash Now, sweet socks, sweet mustache. Uh, Give us a website very quickly. Uh, Bands, the number four arms. Bandsforarms.com. All right, that's it. That's going to do it for us today. But for tomorrow, which players got the most looks in the backfield? And who did the most with their opportunities? NFL Fantasy Live returns Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring –
1: It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.
0: Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country,
1: huh? A Redwood Forest would be cool. Ski
0: slopes! Wait!